Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye, and I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness, all of us, collectively. And tonight we're going to talk about the subject of your purpose, or why are you here? Why are you here? And to get the ball rolling, I believe um, this is a question that you ask people. Uh, yes. when you take them into past lives. What is the purpose of this <clears throat> past life? And, and I personally, whenever you have asked that question, the answer always comes immediately when you're yeah. viewing a past life. Yeah, it's a very different state of mind once you're exploring your past life. But uh, life's purpose. This evening we're going to ask you, what is your life purpose? And we would love it if you would call in because then we can get a much wider uh, input into the overall audience and into you as an individual. So this is uh, participatory, as they say, where they say things like participatory, which may not be any place you at wanted to be, but at least there is the opportunity to participate. At least we didn't say laboratory. Yes, which is a place you want to leave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show notwithstanding, but nonetheless. Well, and I know it, it does seem uh, like a question that is not so simple just to answer. Um, it, it, do, it doesn't seem like it's a real simple, like, why are you here? Well, there's a billion reasons why I'm here. But usually there is an overall schematic, overall yeah. lesson, or overall purpose for coming. And that's what we mean. We've done a show recently on life's purpose, uh, finding what you would love to do with your life. And we can certainly talk about that tonight, too. But this is more like, what is it that you came here to learn? And if you look back in your, on your life, it becomes very apparent. I remember when we were in writer's group, and I had submitted a short story that I had written, and uh, you did too, and, and the teacher was talking about that uh, never put anything in your story that doesn't further the plot, that somehow we pick up on this subconsciously and the story starts losing its cohesiveness, its glue. Like if you start talking about a gazebo and, and wander off, uh, and it doesn't have anything to do with the story and the whole plot line of the story, it starts becoming boring and you don't even and really you can't know why. Follow it. Yeah. Well, I really believe that everything in our life is here to further the plot of the story of us. And when you look back and see how everything is unfolded, and even look at where you are today, you can look back in your life and see how everything, every encounter, every job you had, every insult someone gave you, every compliment, it was all leading you to where you are right now. So imagine projecting to the end of your life and you are reviewing your life, what would be that lesson? What would be the thing yeah. that you came here to learn? So that might be an easier way of visualizing it. Well, in me as an individual, I would say that I came here to uh, assist the ascension, assist the level of consciousness on the planet. Uh, all of, uh, if I looked, uh, I have a fate line that's in uh, basically a locomotive form. It goes in a straight line, period. So uh, that means every event in my life is tied to that form of identity called the fate line. So the purpose of my life is to awaken. And as you pointed out this afternoon, um, I agreed to uh, become awake publicly on this show. This show is a very big part of... Um, what it is uh, we both came here to do, mm -hmm. this show, and you who came to watch it as well, 
But the, the show is about the idea of um, giving up uh, very antiquated ways to think uh, and to replace, in fact, the entire basis of thought, the vocabulary that you think with, uh, to change that across the board, to no longer think in words that do nothing but delay your understanding of reality. Delay, stop, prevent, and uh, to get to the point where um, uh, there's far less time to get to the next upgrade in your thinking because there's far less gibberish in the thoughts that you think because there are uh, a flat-out elimination of vocabulary words that allow you to catch on to what's going on. Very, very much so. And uh, uh, we are endlessly of service. And if you would be so kind, call in, tell us what you believe or tell us about your life, <coughs> and we'll see if we can deduce the purpose. Because there's nobody here ever that didn't have a purpose. And to interject a quick joke, I went in to get all uh, porpoise cleanser, and I asked the guy if it worked on dolphins as well. And he told me that um, I would uh, never be recognized nor remembered in history <laughs> and to get out of his store. But apparently he was punophobic. And mm. if, you did, if you're you heard it and you're wondering if you heard it, yes, all porpoise cleaner. So again, what is your life's porpoise? Yeah. Well, I know you were waiting for that moment, so I'm glad you reached it, <laughs> the porpoise moment. Yes. Well, so if we use the word, now that we've done the porpoise joke, we can yes, replace it to. with another word. Let's say plot. What is the plot of your life? Okay. So reviewing your life thus far, back, back through everything that happened and seeing that everything happened for a specific reason, mm -hmm. therefore everything is carrying you to a specific place or state of consciousness or a way of being. Yes. So call in if you choose and let us know what is the plot of your life. And you, you had uh, mentioned helping people to awaken. If we look back, if I look back on my life, we are entering into our 16th year doing telepathic TV. Yeah. And I tell you, you know, it's, somebody had said it's not really what you do, it's what you stick with or whatever. It takes a lot to stick with this, mm -hmm. um, especially back in the days when it wasn't cool to do this. And we really did get a lot of um, insulting behavior at what we were doing. Let's just put it that way. Uh, we took a lot of ridicule because at one time this stuff was like, are you nuts? You know, that kind of thing. Well, we may well be. I don't know. No, it depends on your definition. We're in the majority but, now. But if I look back on the story, I can trace my life how it led me to doing this show. Mm -hmm. Because prior to that, I, I really knew I was going to do something community oriented and I was thinking of going into politics. I thought, go into local politics and just see how far you can go. But Next then this lifetime. came along mm -hmm. and I see my whole spiritual background because I have been into metaphysics for my entire life, but especially from the year 1978 or 70, really earlier than that, but 78 was when I started being exposed to the Seth material and all that, and um, creating your own reality, and I've done many things uh, with that. But I see now that it led me to doing the show. So one could say this is one of my plots or my purposes, mm -hmm. just like what you were saying. Yeah. So what would the clues being left now, where would that take you in your life? 
Yeah, that is the question. And someone please uh, call in so we can uh, show you the way in which this works. 571-749-1166. Yeah, because it's, um, then if the show becomes about you, how about that? Oh, no, not that, not me. No, I'm not worthy. What's that number again? Hi. I only want it to be about me when no one will let me. <laughs> yeah, right. But when you I may get not, the opportunity, I don't know if I want it to be about me. You may not call in. And certainly if you're going to, <laughs> not that number. All right, but the idea of, see, once you recognize your life's purpose, there is far less of the confusion that is downloaded into us by the vocabulary, by the methods of which we're taught to think, because you're never taught to think. Uh, because if you did, uh, everybody would be out of a job. <laughs> really, that would be it. There, there would be no traffic ticket, what's that? No, 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 I didn't do anything wrong. You're, you're judging me by the deeds, not the intent. You know, who, you know, all of these things, these little methods of thinking that don't work. So in discovering your life's purpose, you discover your load star. Have we heard that term? I'm not quite that old. Load star, the thing that moves you, the thing that will not shut up, the thing that demands that you act. And I don't care what it is, good, evil, up, down, back, forth, none of that makes any difference. Just that there is such a thing as this connection to the clarity that is the purpose that you brought with you and what are you gonna do about it? Well, one thing I'd like to add here because I'm sure there are people that have experienced this as well, which I did. Whenever I heard, oh, follow your purpose, and I still feel that way even though we decided to call the show that. That's why I said, well, why are you here? Um, to me, the idea of purpose implies that there's some job or task that I came here to do and I better do it um, or I'm missing out on it and it's some needle in a haystack that I have to find somewhere. So rather than seeing it as a purpose, like this is the, the only reason I'm here, maybe we could look at it as a key that we came here to find or to discover, a key about ourselves. And then it becomes well, like a treasure hunt well, rather put, than yeah. a job. But I, we yeah, have a call. didn't mean the application of I'm job. just telling you my yeah. own perspective yeah, on yeah, the word, yeah. not that the word's wrong, but go yeah. ahead. Okay. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Uh, hi, Marion Neville. This is Neha calling. Is oh, hey. Yes, Good to hear hi. from you. Yeah, absolutely. To hear your voices. Um, I've tuned into your show after uh, a long time, unfortunately, but I'm glad I tuned in today because oh, this topic has uh, been on my mind for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, so <clears throat> I, it's sort of a question and a comment. Um, you know, like probably a lot of people, um, I have been searching most of my life for what is the purpose. Um, and, you know, there's problem after problem. And if you think of a plot as a problem or a storyline, they say that no problem, no story, that every story has to have a problem. But at this point, I feel that um, the goal is really, I don't really want any plot. <laughs> I don't want any problem and uh, just, isn't that possible to have a, well, have a life without any, any plot or any problem? Now I will, thank you, thank you for saying that. I, I've always known you're brilliant and so it's so great to hear your voice again. Um, I had that conversation in writer's group. At one night, everybody was arguing with me. They're saying we, 
a plot must have a problem or a challenge. And I said, no, it really doesn't. It doesn't have to have that. The story can be of discovery and unfoldment. We really don't have to have a problem. And so I put forth the challenge to everybody in the group to write a story that did not have a problem in it because you can still have fun, you can still have a great story, but nobody took me up on the offer. Um, but I, I did write a story that didn't have a problem and you certainly can. And it was my observation over many years of my own evolution that I, can't, I boiled it down into a, a short, quick uh, phrase that says, more can be shared in one cup of joy than in all the rivers of sadness. And I really do believe that that is the gift for us finding the key. That's the door that gets unlocked, that through our suffering we discover one thing, that we don't have to suffer. And once we really get that, we get off the wheel of karma, we get off the eye for an eye kind of mentality, and we get out of the realm of cause and effect and into the realm of cause and choice. Somebody throws something at you, there's the effect, you throw it back. No, there's the effect that you could step away, that you could ignore it. Um, that's when we become powerful. So it sounds like you're really at that crossroads where I have to give myself permission by clearing out guilt to be able to step into the realm of no longer having pain. Yes. What were you going to say? Well, no, exactly that. That's a very salient point that... Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and the, the story does not. Now, the mentality on the planet, though, is about this idea of having to mm -hmm. overcome something to have success. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's an pay addiction for, pay form. Pay for happiness in that's, the form of misery. <laughs> yeah, that's an addiction form that's prevalent uh, in the consciousness just now. There's no uh, Hollywood thing ever produced where someone didn't have to overcome enormous odds to finally succeed. You know, and so, yeah, right, okay, uh, interesting. Uh, no. no, you can go from, from good to better without having to um, overcome an obstacle. Right. No, and, and this is something that's not known in a writer's group or wherever it is you find it. Not every story has to have a shadow in order Well, thanks for to, saying that, because yeah. uh, I really, I really, I'm glad that, that you see it that way. Um, now, I, I just think it's, so I challenge everybody, let's all write stories. Anyway, Neha, did you have a question or anything else? We no, that, that answered um, the question I didn't really ask, but that was my question is, is it possible to have a It is. I don't know we, why. I think technical the call got dropped. Yeah, technical difficulty. Is Neha, call back if you wish. The point being that, um, no, we're allowed to live a life that doesn't have to have obstacles to overcome. We are allowed to be successful. You are simply allowed to be successful. And that is an amazing um, insight. Just simply decide that you will be successful. Decide. Yeah, and it's not more complicated than that. I know the oh, uh, next. Okay. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, this is Mary. Mary, hi. Hey. How are we yeah. doing? Good, good. And uh, I, I really did, um, mm. I tuned in when you were asking about the porpoises, and you got me interested. And porpoise did it, right? How to discover our porpoises? Or yes. Just wondering. Well, the purpose of your life. What? Well, wait, I just am not catching what she's saying. 
Maybe they can turn it up in the control room. No, 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 no. It's just uh, cutting in and out. Okay. So, um, I'm sorry. Do you mind repeating Mary. that? Yes. Um, I, I was just debating if you were going to help us discover yes. our purpose, or are we supposed to describe what we think we are purposing? You could start anywhere. If, oh. if we are to elicit to you what your purpose in life is, we have to ask the question, what is it you would most love to do with your life? Ah. Ah. So you ah. can see how many people are a little off the mark as far as living their purpose. But what would you say your purpose or porpoise was? Hmm. hmm. Well, hmm. I haven't much thought about it that way. And maybe that's uh, indicative of, of uh, discovering something along those lines. It seems present moment, you know, eking out from the present as much as you can. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to pick your brain, I guess, and trying to figure out if uh, there's anything beyond what we can do in the moment we have. There was a quote, I'm not even sure who said it, but it's like there's two days there's nothing we can do about, and that's yesterday and tomorrow. And the only day we can do something with it is today. Oh, very good. Yeah, so. that's, that's very true. Well, one thing um, I had, as I stated earlier, I had wished to not do life purpose in the title today, mainly because we did a show not long ago, Finding Your Life Purpose. And so we offered some techniques to, to uncover it. And this is, yes, finding purpose, but maybe on a different echelon, a different level, like uh, from the vastness of our totality, what is the purpose of this life, rather than once we're in it, what, what is the direction? And I know they're the same thing, but maybe the perspective, no, is, very uh, yeah. perspective is a little different. But there are lots of ways. One is to look back and see where has the, the events and your choices in your life brought you to today mm -hmm. that gives you a lot of clues. Like, okay, I, now I see I lost this job and got this job because now I'm here. Like, what was the benefit of that? Mm -hmm. And so then you can kind of engineer into the future and everything. But Neville really brings up an excellent point. What makes you happy every day? Uh, what would you do if you didn't have to worry about money or getting paid? What would you do with your day? What jumps into your mind when you ask yourself that question? Ah, yeah, it, and it's so hard to think in those terms because, you know, we're so saddled with the mm -hmm. need yeah. for yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, money. Yeah, yeah. Money is a true form of slavery, it really is. And to be free from it is not, you know, uh, very wealthy people are even more enslaved. It's a really rather in well, assiduous I, re I remember thinking, you know, asking myself that question many years ago, and I, I'm just like what you were saying, Mary, that I, I didn't know how to answer the question. I thought, well, I don't know. I like doing jigsaw puzzles and crossword puzzles, and I love painting, and I love drawing, and yeah, I love that, but I was still thinking along the lines of what my purpose would be as far as an income generator. And I think people get stuck in that. Like, oh, am I to be a doctor, a healer, uh, a librarian? What is my purpose? And they think of it in the context of their job. And we are conditioned into thinking that. But what if we remove that and let it be open to our whole life? Maybe it's to sit and listen to people and let them talk. Maybe it's yeah. to share insight well, with people. Musicians come with a very specific purpose in life, which is to 
see, we, d we don't really understand music, not like we could understand it. If a very happy song comes on, you transmute, you know, just in simplest possible terms to understand this. So if um, someone writes uh, Mozart, just to be, okay, Mozart has transmuted the entire planet uh, and will continue long into the future. In fact, I don't see a point where he isn't really at work for the 27 years he spent on the planet. His purpose was to transmute uh, consciousness. Um, well, how do you do that through music? Well, listen to Mozart and then tell me you're not transmuted. Fine, okay. You know, you see what I'm saying. Okay, now we, we're not all Mozart and that's perfectly correct. We couldn't all be Mozart or you wouldn't say Mozart. You'd say the other people. But this idea of uh, grasping onto... So, uh, another thing we really don't understand is the effect that color has on us. Uh, exactly. Red and green and yellow have been so um, thrown off base by being a go signal, stop signal, and a caution signal that um, the true effect that red would have on someone would be to awaken passion. And so, of course, it's used to stop you. Okay, and green, green would be... Um, serenity and, and acceptance and um, a form of energy that comes out of your heart. You can certainly do practice uh, at this if you want to, just have different colors come out of your heart chakra and see the effect it has on you and others around you. But I mean, the, this concept that we're trapped in this, the only thing I'm worth is my, you know, if you make more money than, than I do, obviously you're worth more than I am. It's just obvious. How could it be any other way? And it's, it's time to leave this prison. It's time for us just to specifically, I mean, the, the scantest um, uh, hints have been dropped on us. The, um, I forget um, oh, the name of the guy who just ran in the, in the movie. I forget the name of. Oh, that's uh, really Hank, helpful. Uh, and <laughs> what's his name? Oh, it's Tom Forrest Hanks. Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah, was an unbelievably brilliant insight into reality. Well, he was Horace Gump. He wasn't the brightest candle. Well, you know. I've always said that yeah. the real, our real state of being is the life of Forrest Gump. And yes. I, I agree with that. But one thing I, I want to say about the uh, purpose thing is we also confuse it with the ego purpose and uh. the path to approval. And last week I, I mentioned the concept of what would you, what would your life be like if you did not have to have validation? And mm -hmm. ultimately, what if you didn't need to not only have validation from the outside world and not just people, but uh, organizations and belief systems, but what if you didn't even have to have validation from yourself? Because everything that people talk about their life purpose, whether it's to save the world or upgrade consciousness or to write music or whatever, is that really like th that seems to be on a path of a purpose to do something for a purpose so we could trace the path of purpose so let's just say I want to be a florist and make beautiful arrangements that's my purpose well what purpose does your purpose serve mm -hmm. it serves the purpose to make people smile so ultimately your purpose is to make people smile 
Yeah. Or, or what is the purpose of making people smile? Because it makes me smile. Well, mm -hmm. my purpose now becomes making myself smile. So I think this could be really well a done. groundbreaking technique yeah. to look at what your real soul purpose is, not, not the life purpose. But I know we're keeping her on the line for a long time. Sorry about that. But does well, that, does that um, answer your question at all? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. great, great. It's like the, the purpose behind the purpose that, that does kind of peel back the onion layers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's more behind that. Yeah so, yeah, 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 so if we were to say one of the purposes, and there doesn't have to just be one, but if one of our purposes was to raise consciousness, well, what would be the purpose behind that is so that we could live in a more conscious world. And what would be the purpose behind that? is to get out of pain and suffering. Exactly. And what would be the purpose of that? Is to realize my knowing that love and joy are conscious, like where our natural place mm -hmm. is. What would be the purpose of that is to get back to it. Yeah. You see? Now we're starting to, to know. So, so if you think, well, I'd like to be a healer. Well, what is the purpose of that? And keep drilling it down and see what you get. We love yeah. to hear people yeah. let us know. To see your soul flower, that's basically the deal here. To get to the point where the incarnation experiment, and believe me, this is an experiment, and this is a lab that the experiment goes on in, would be to get to the point where you could just simply be this magnificent being, which is the truth of who we are, and then it wouldn't be such a big deal whether or not you're in or out of a body. It would just be that you are, and there is a purpose, or porpoise. I really prefer porpoise. I know, you've been yes. really into that all night. I I'm like going to get you a stuffed porpoise. Thank you. I do have a comment now. And not a, just from what you're saying and putting it together, it seems like uh, what you're saying about light and um, color frequency and, and sound and music and those frequencies, it seems like the human is like the lowest form of <laughs> energy transducer. But it's almost trying to be able to reach into those other layers to be able to... Um, eat the essence or begin to understand all those other frequencies that are so beyond our human capability? Well, that, that's a very good point. And uh, if we were a fully actualized human being, we would not be low, uh, low frequency in any, any way. The um, thing about it is the education that we've had, we have... Uh, uh, our parents have paid people to dummy us down. Uh, the very language that we think in keeps us from being even able to imagine. The creativity of the matrix is imagination. Mm -hmm. The concept of um, being what a human being really could be is indescribable the way we have it going on now. And on top of that, there are humans who are better than other humans based on no real standard whatsoever. Uh, it, it's just a ridiculous well, situation to yeah, have landed in. Yeah, but I think that's a very good point. Yeah. You know, having been a healer using sound and color for many years, sure. and I do see how that helps people, but really, we are very advanced in a lot of ways that we can mm -hmm. become aware of things we're not aware of and seek to become aware of them. Um, I think I really think that that drive is what brought us to where we are as humans, is to have a desire to know something we don't know. Um, I think that is the gnome that creates advance. So yeah. that's you, really great. Do you think you, we can 
affect our own biology. Uh, oh, yeah. Sense, like animals can hear and smell so much better than we can. Um, do I've known some animals that well, smell. Well, I do, I do, and and there <laughs> are some, what? Just a the wording. Okay, well, well, there, there um, are exercises I teach in the my psychic development series um, that do help you to fine-tune certain uh, perception receptors. Um, if you take, for instance, when people are not seeing, their hearing gets very magnified and vice versa if they're not seeing, their, or if they are not hearing that they're seeing would get more magnified. The idea really is about our attention. And so if we have the quote-unquote need to be able to smell well, our attention gets pulled there and that sense gets developed. And that's how evolution happens, is we have a requirement for something, a life and death thing usually, or something that will further life, and the ones that have that particular sense developed will live and the others don't. And so we evolve with that. Well, we as humans, since we have the ability to, f to picture and focus on things that are not here, then we actually have a latent ability to create whatever we wish with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Am I there right now? No, but I do believe that I've gotten there in some areas and I do believe that we can work our way toward it. So believing that we could have supernatural x-ray vision or whatever would then pull all of our attention on that and where you place your attention grows. So over a period of generations of focusing on that, I believe we could develop x-ray vision and sure. x-ray hearing. But we do, we have developed uh, greater abilities to perceive sounds and frequencies. Like you go to people now and they can sense energy fields. 20 years ago, they couldn't sense energy fields. So our attention has made it so that we can sense ores yes, now. Yes, very good. Yeah. yeah well, absolutely. thank you, Mary. What a lovely conversation. Yeah, we love your call. Please yeah. call in again. Um, and um, I don't know, recommend this to other people because it works. Well, you know, we, over the years, um, now that you mentioned that, you know, we, we've never gotten on here and asked for the public's help and, you know, to communicate the show or to market the show or to help in any way. Yeah. We use our own resources to post this on the internet and get it out there and all that. And, and it's an all-volunteer thing. So if you do uh, pass around our link or like us on Facebook, that would be really nice. You know, it would just be really nice. So yeah, thank you. To, yeah. But, um, but that was really a great call because... That was an excellent yeah, call. And yeah. as Neha's call was, too. That's why mm -hmm. our show is not formatted with guests, per se, because the audience is our guest. The and audience And we absolutely is love it when you call in. Yeah. It always... And there's so many brilliant people watching. Mm -hmm. It's a very different way to think. Mm -hmm. I figured Indeed. this crystal out, I'll tell you uh, shortly, or if we get... Um, what now? Um, just I figured this crystal out. See that shape there? That's your index finger, okay? And this is your thumb, and it just lights the crystal in your hand well, just like that. You know, every crystal I have, there seems to be a way to hold it. And this yeah. it's just a little bit um, we could share with our audience. Um, we do have shows in the archives about crystals. We teach really two two weekend intensives where we go into it quite a lot. But when you find the right crystal for you, it'll just fit in your hand. Mm -hmm. So that's how I can tell that that's yours because whereas yeah. I can make my fingers fit that, I think it's 
really it just for came your up. Hand. Information started, light started yeah. to come out of it, just like I that. believe that. I believe ah, that. Yes, and so I've been uh, painting yet again. It's actually pastel. If we all lived underwater, it wouldn't be long until we had pet fish. Think about it. Okay. Now this is two strangers out on a walk, some sunny Sunday. Who's walking who though? The people are walking the fish. But a close up on this, uh, you'll see that um, apparently when we moved underwater, we gave up one eye. But that's okay because we got an amazing sense of, of style. Amazing sense of style. Well worth it. That's worth giving it up, is that it? Okay. And uh, this couple out for a walk, and you can see the fish have really noticed each other. And if you look at the couple, they've really noticed each other. So this is that uh, meeting that we, um, where there's just this uh, level of connection that's indescribable. And these, uh, this particular thing is called... uh, I love um, his hair. It's like a fin or something. Yes. No, that's, uh, I forget the name of the cut, but it's the latest look. And she's, um, and they're both ginger and they're both, and I invented the type of tie he has, uh, which simply does not become wider as it gets, it gets, it comes to a point. Oh, okay. Yeah, just so we understand that. But at any rate, it's a lot of fun. Just posted it on Facebook and um, it's called uh, Out With, uh, out walking my fish. And I think that would actually happen. And the fish are iridescent. And it's, um, I had quite a bit of fun creating this um, image. And it's um, that connection that we humans can make with each other where you just know, there it is, okay. And you go from there, yeah. And it's just a given. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Yeah. Yes. So, um, let me see what else. Oh, so in the, with our theme this evening, the idea of discovering what piece of evolution, let's put it that way, that you came here to evoke. Mm-hmm. What, what particular thing did you come here to catch on to? And um, uh, some time ago in meditation, I, I um, noticed that I kept being dumped into a particular childhood memory and the particular childhood memory was traumatic. And after being dumped there for a long time, I recognized that the reason I keep going over this memory was that it was the, that that memory was ready to flower, was ready to open and show me what was really going on there. And the particular piece of evolution that was created in this, now this was, um, Uh, there were any number of childhood memories I kept getting dumped into. And if this is happening to you, slow down and take a look at that memory with your adult perspective because you're dumped into it as the child and you only have the child's view of it. You want to get your adult view of it. So this is the point at which I found a, a black widow spider outside. And I perfectly pictured the black widow spider as a pet. And I went inside to get a jar, and mom says, what do you want? I go, a jar. She goes, why do you want a jar? And I go, well, I found a new pet. She goes, what's the new pet? And I say, a spider. And that was the end of that. And once I recognized that what that was, that was the place at which nature became unsafe for me. Okay, so then 
once I recognized that, then I had to reinstate nature as safe. Okay, and so that means that from whatever age that was, and I know I was older than six, but not yet 10, uh, from, so that's been 50 some 50 plus years that I have not been feeling safe in nature. But yet I was, um, uh, and then the, a few years ago I got poison ivy for the first time in my life. And um, that, that just clicked into place right now that that was the byproduct of not feeling safe because uh, I was never allergic to it before. I'm suddenly allergic to it. How did that happen? So you see what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe not. There'll be a quiz at the end of the show. Well, no, that, that's very true. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, could, I have been working with people's uh, prior experiences and how they create beliefs that are affecting them today mm -hmm. and how they create their view of the world that's affecting them today for many, many years now. And I could tell you thousands of times where if you go and look at that core thing and remove that, then everything writes itself. And you could look at it as the leaning tower of Pisa. It's leaning and you could go to really elaborate therapy and, and take every brick out and go ahead and rebuild it. Or you could just write the foundation and everything else straightens up. And that's really the key. We've done it through consciously creating your life. I did uh, it now yeah. through EFT. I did mm -hmm. it priorly for, uh, through the bowls mm -hmm. and uh, stuff like that. That's the key. That's the future, baby. Yeah. That's the present. And we have our next caller. Lovely. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Kevin Baird. Hey, Kevin. Kevin. Hey. Well, hey, good, good to hear, to hear from, from you. you. Yeah. Hello. Yes, I saw you guys are doing an episode on energy or whatever, and I think you know that I'm uh, studying orbs right now and their appearance in photographs and video and that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. and that I know that they are very, you know, drawn to energy, things that are energizing you know, things that help them thrive, and I think it's right on with what you guys are talking about also, that it's not just us in the universe, that there are other elements that are even non-physical that thrive on energizing things, and I think that's what we really live for, to be energized by the sun, by the moon, mm -hmm. right? You know, favorite kind of pizza or tofu or whatever, wherever you go to. Um, but I just wanted to add that. And great no, show. that's brilliant. And thanks for the Thank definition you. on the numbers. This is the guy I contacted to find out the number for one of our crew. So thank you. And yeah, yeah. Kevin, by the way, uh, I have been into orbs for many years. And thank you to you because you were the very first person long before all this orb mania that has taken over. And you can even see the orbs in our opening credit. This was way back when you were first studying them, and I'm going to guess it was 2001. And, I think so. And you emailed me an orb, and I played with it on my Photoshop, like doing different colors and, and doing different effects, and we got very clear face. Remember, it was out at Yesterday's Memories, that orb? Yes. And so ever since then, I have gone into a lot of study, and I, I've taken groups out, and we take pictures, and two people will get the same orb, so it being a feature of the cameras kind of uh, that debunks that, you know, when multiple people can get the same orb, and I've seen them, but I credit you every time I do a class that, that mentions them, I credit you because you were the very first person that ever told me, so I wanted to thank you for that. Oh, well, thank you. But yeah, great show, and it's good to see you guys still on and everything, and I mm -hmm. miss you all. Yeah, I yeah, miss you too. Here. Take care. When are you coming home? Um, I don't know. I hope <laughs> 
maybe this summer. Well, be All great. Right. We'd yeah. love to see you. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. All right. Hang yeah. in there. Take yeah, care. You too. Yeah, you too. Bye bye. Right. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye for now. And thanks for calling. We love your call. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And orbs are very fascinating. Mm -hmm. We've gotten some amazing things in my psychic development module four. We mm -hmm. pull in spirit photography of all types and spoon bending and channeling and all that kind of stuff. I do have a, a module one starting pretty soon. Oh, good. And I did it on a weekend, a two-day two thing, like two Saturdays, mm -hmm. because so many people were having have requested it not being during the week so that they could come on the weekend. So mm -hmm. check out our website. We've got your Arcturian meditation posted for oh, the yeah. 7th. I've got an okay. EFT training happening the 6th, 7th, and 8th of February. Um, we have, uh, oh, I have a day after afternoon um, salon for decluttering. And really, it really does help. It really works. Many people have been able to release things they weren't able to release. Yeah, very well put. And as long as we're doing the list, we're going to be at Ruby Tuesdays after the show this evening. So please come and join us. Uh, if you're out and about and would like to do that. Yeah, uh, and if you're far away, I've got a number of workshops posted that you can take online, including mm -hmm. my whole Dream Series, which is not hosted by me. It's by uh, mm -hmm. um, another and organization. I'm forever taking people into past lives, between lives. Uh, forever. Off, well, yeah, evidently. Off no, I mean, lives. it's been a long time. Oh, yeah, it's been <laughs> since 1977 that I've been doing that. Yeah, I figured it out, by the way. Uh, I've had a chance well, to figure it out. Your shooting was in 77, and so it was probably yeah. a couple y sure. within... No, when I woke up in the hospital, that was oh, yeah. completely turned on. Oh, yeah, seeing people But you became the, um, the past life person for a very famous organization, yeah. I believe, when uh, you moved to for Milwaukee. For seven years, yeah. yeah. And that's where I've more or less put together the We're a bunch of old geezers of in this stuff. Well, you know, you want to go to somebody who knows what they're doing. But at any rate, yeah, so where are we in the show? No, oh, your no, life's purpose. No, that's one thing. Purpose. You know, we, life's purpose and all that. One thing that we don't recognize is the longer you do things, yeah, maybe somebody coming off the street can develop those skills pretty quick, but there is such an element of wisdom that comes. And everybody is firing the old timers with the wisdom and keeping people without the wisdom. And, and you really need up. a mix. You yeah. need a mix. Yes, that, that will write itself. It will yeah. have to eventually. Oh, no, guaranteed. No, that, guaranteed. I tell you right now, you're 25. I'm going to tell you, you're going to be 60. You're going to be 70. And then you'll find out about that. Well, yeah. I look back at every, every year. And, you know, like I look back five years ago, and I thought I knew everything. Well, I knew I didn't. But I know so much more now. Quack, and quack. we're about to duck. Yay, Rick! And that's Rick, our duck dangler and floor manager. I All managed right. to dangle and duck Released. at the same time, I don't know. Release past experiences that are taking up space in your head and in your life. The wisdom always remains. And in your house, probably. No, that's another okay. card. There is miraculous healing going on in your life right now. Believe in it. I believe in it. And those are Mary's Magical Message cards, which you can mm -hmm. play with online. Or you can get a set and play with them. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. I there would are recommend 100, them. 
there are 97 messages. Mm -hmm. And I really worked um, a long time on getting them to be a little unique, you know, so it's mm -hmm. not just the same one over and over again. And all the colorful artwork in the back is done by me as well. Excellent. By the okay. way, that's your fourth deck out, I believe. That's actually, I, I have two other decks that are not published. The okay. Relationship Guidance deck yeah. and the um, Releasing Your Sandbags leaf deck. That's the, with the, yeah. the layout That I three. did before that one. Yeah. Uh, and we have our caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Hi, my name is Zabiba. Hi, what can we do for you? Uh, can I get a reading from Mary, please? Sure. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Be most happy to. Thank you. Thanks. All right. The first card we get is Claim Your Power. That is something Neville used to write on the wall, like claim my power. And there's so much power in just saying I claim my power. Because when we feel the world is like uh, spinning out of control, just saying, I claim my power, it, it just grounds you right back to the base of your spine and you're in power again. So it's telling you to claim your power and get back to simplicity because there might be a situation where it feels like it's kind of spiraling out of control or whatever, or maybe not spiraling out of control that's rather dramatic, but what it's saying is just take a step back, go back to simplicity. God makes them things simple, man makes things complicated. If it's getting too complex, go back to the simplicity of it. And then the card of friendship, it shows two flowers holding hands in the same pot, and oh. it, it talks about friend, friend time. Uh, I think what we tend to do is say our marital relationship is the relationship of life and once you get there the rest are secondary but I really feel that this is, has been the era of friendship how to deal with friendship mm -hmm. because I think it can become very toxic now because we are getting closer and closer to friends and having a lot more of them so it's just telling you to look at the friendships in your life and maybe get it back to something simple and I also feel maybe a childhood friend or somebody you used to know might contact you no, that's so thank excellent. you. And we have our next person. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hello, that's you. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, what can we do for you? Um, this is Jacqueline. I'd like a reading, please. Oh, be most happy excellent. to. Thank mm -hmm. you. All right. This is what I thought the other card was, claiming your power. So it's interesting that I would pull it. This one says erasing personal history. Now, our wisdom from our history will always remain, but it's okay to actually erase the story. And I think what this is saying on many regards to you right now is what area of your life do you feel stuck in? Does it feel like you're going round and round and round? It's saying to look at it with fresh eyes and because a lot of the times when it's something that's recurring, we invent it and it hasn't even happened. You know, like we mm -hmm. get extra sensitive to it and we see it where it's not there. And seeing your brilliance, and if we look at the two of those, erasing personal history and brilliance, and brilliance is always about seeing yourself clearly. Um, now, when I really originally do these, they were so much more vivid of a color, but it's saying that um, almost like you're not getting recognized or there might be an area of your life, perhaps job where you felt like you haven't really gotten recognized and don't let that tape continue to play. Just pretend like your past is everyone sees everything you do and they appreciate it and they reward it and they recognize it. 
and it'll be amazing how things will shift. And this is um, a card talking about, let me, it's a little bit of a glare, messages from spirit. It shows a letter up there. And I do feel like there is a message from spirit that's looking to come through. I feel that, but I also feel like you really have the ability to do that. And you might check into developing it. So thank you. Excellent. And we have our next person. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, this is Suzanne. Hi, Mary. Hi, Neville. How are you? Oh, hey, good. good. How are you? Good, fine things. So I was calling to find out if I can get a reading. Okay. And I'll just find answer off the uh, end. Okay. Well, thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Mm -hmm. So, let's see what we get here. The first card is open, opening, like opening the door. And it shows a door opening and there's this beautiful light on the other side. And so this is usually the, the card of opportunity coming. And to go ahead and go through it. If you get an offer or an opportunity to go somewhere, just step on through because there's a great light there. It feels like there's a very gentle coming culmination of one cycle going into the next. Sometimes they seem to be very abrupt, like snapping silly putty, and other times they, they tend to like stretch out and may feel like you're stuck there too long. But this is where it's saying it's just right. Things will change through attrition and newness coming in. And now the Go Deeper card, it, it, the, the little booklet that comes with the deck I wrote, that sometimes things can, you know, we give up before we actually get what it is we seek because it looks like all these fears and uh, yes. non-deservability are there blocking us. And it says, go deeper anyway. And what you'll find when you're bold enough to go down that your fears just turn into little guppies and they're not really what they thought they were. So really take, take some chances right now and go for your dreams, literally. And this, this card also talks about paying attention to your dreams. I think solutions always come in them, and maybe this is the time to look at it. I would say something you've always been wishing for is about to come true. I feel very excited about it. Remember to just embrace it when it comes. Okay. Excellent. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, it's Jen. Jen. Hi, Jen. Well, can Hi, we... how are you? Hey, good, good. good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I was wondering if I might be able to have a reading. Sure. sure. Okay, bye. Thank ba you. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. All right. So the first card... Now, these don't have the writing because I haven't replaced those four cards, but this is a card of commitment where you reach into the mirror and commit to yourself. And... And really, until you make friends with yourself, you're not really going to take you many places because, you know, you've got the enemy there. And so what I think about this is that you are in the process of seeing that, yes, I'm kind and I'm loving toward other people, but if it's at my own detriment, maybe, maybe I should really look at that. And what the result is, is to open up to receive what comes next. This character is sitting with their hands open, and when I was thinking of an image to make for receiving, at first I thought of, like, you know, that idea of praying hands, and I thought, well, that's not really open to receive. Your, your hands are pressed together. But if you look at a lot of the Indian and Buddhist 
stuff, mm -hmm. the hands are wide open. So I sat like that in a meditation and it just felt like all this stuff landed in my hands. Mm. And so I, I feel like telling you to do that. Now that you've committed to yourself, open to receive without guilt, just open your hands and sit like that in meditation and it'll be amazing what comes to you. And look, this card, she's even got her hands raised up too. In a state of grace, there's a place that exists between the push and the pull, and that is the state of grace. And that's what I feel you're really looking for in your life, this balance. And particularly relationships, I feel like you're here to really come gain a lot of wisdom about relationships and finding that balance between give and take and push and pull and all that. Excellent. So thank you. And hi, caller. What's your name, please? Um, my name is Simra. Simra? <coughs> hi. What can we do for you? Can I, can I read for me, please? Okay. A reading? I believe. Okay. Can, Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. The first card is knowledge. And knowledge really is a powerful thing. Everything we do to harm each other as humans is usually out of ignorance. So more knowledge is best for the whole humanity. And so it can talk about going back to school or taking a class about something would be a good idea right now. Uh, but it's interesting, when I heard your voice, I saw a child in my mind. So I don't know if you've just had a child or you're thinking of having a child, but I did see that. I thought I would share that with you. And back to simplicity, it's sometimes we, the, the way forward is just to stop walking, you know, and take a deep breath. And I, I feel like you have a lot of awareness about keeping things simple. And if things start getting complicated, step back more into the simplicity. And calm waters. It looks like, you know, this is about, it's got a peace sign there and about, you know, peaceful waters and just being in, in calmness. And so that's a very good sign of, of good and wonderful, peaceful things to come. But that can also mean a traveling over water. So I don't know if there's a trip or if there's something to do with a child coming or you going and visiting or family coming or something like that. Uh, the knowledge card would just say, get a little more information about it. And you might be able to get a better deal or more information. It might be a better, cheaper flight or something. Okay. Excellent. That's what I got. We have about two minutes left. And uh, let's see what else. Our program has been about the idea of recognizing uh, your life's purpose and the purpose behind, as you were saying, the purpose behind the purpose, the purpose behind the purpose behind the purpose. And of course, the purpose behind the purpose, behind the purpose. And you'll find a little tiny porpoise right in the middle. There it like is. Like nesting yes. dolls. And uh, so this is who we are. The, we, the human race, are beyond magnificence. We've been taught a language that doesn't work. We've been raised with a sense of values that are um, fakakta, I believe that's the technical term. Uh, and as soon as we would like to just boldly step out of this and begin to act as though uh, we are no longer afraid, uh, then those that had kept us in fear for so long will suddenly be very afraid. And the one thing that's um, frightening to these people is our consciousness. And um, the German doctor that uh, figured out, doctor of physics, that figured out that the DNA is actually a resonance chamber. And if you bombard your DNA with love, it will grow, it will expand, it will take on 
more genomes, it will simply make them. And uh, if you bombard it with fear, it will twist and die. So stop bombarding your DNA with fear. Just say and, no to that. And begin to find, I don't care what it is, find something you love. If it's a mouse, if it's a, a blade of grass, if it's another human being, if it's to read, I don't care. Certainly telepathic TV comes to mind, but still. Was that joint honor to take love. you to the door? And that will expand your DNA. And you're Beautiful. going through the door, so act like it. Thank you.